Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 54, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover the unvaxxed being demonized. Is it worse or better now? Some doctors reversing their stances on vaccines, and we take a deep dive into the sudden death of soccer reporter Grant Wall. Join us. The fight starts now. Here we are. Hello. Say hello, Jolene. <laughs> hello. All right. Cassie's out this week, busy with family stuff. So my beautiful and talented wife, Jolene, is stepping in to be my foil, <laughs> to assist. <laughs> All right. So we're right between Christmas and New Year's right now. So we're going to... Uh, an insane amount of things have piled up in my notes because uh, kind of what happens is just for the public out there is, you know, you hear all these news stories, people dying suddenly, all this craziness, lunacy that happens. And I keep a little running spreadsheet of all the things and it's, it's overgrown to about a zillion million things. Um, so we're going to try to cover some of those. Uh, but one particular theme I noticed um, that's happening is there's kind of a divide between some people seem to have regret for treating the unvaxxed like shit. You know, like Tim Robbins, we're going to get to mm, a story. He yes. he uh, had some regret about that. And then some people are doubling down like Sean Penn. You know, it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting how that's happening. Um, Scary Sean Penn. Yeah. So, um, but I, I thought it was interesting we could tell a little story, a few stories about how the things we resisted um, – and that we experienced while we were trying to remain unvaxxed and all the pressures from all sides that were coming at us. Um, and we'll, we'll cover that as we get to some of these stories here. But first, I wanted to get to this one here. Um, and the reason that, you know, we are so diligent about all this stuff is that this lunacy just cruises on, right? Um, so here we have a story here about the FDA approving the COVID vaccine for young children six months through five years and that date so says this, december 8th yeah so this is december 8th so this was the the newest version of the bivalent vaccine so i guess that's the the newest um version of the vaccine that's allegedly supposed to cover all the um the newest variants of i mean to be honest, I haven't kept, you know, for a while it was Delta and Omicron and then it's all the same 5.2 and whatever. I, I don't even know what variant we're on. Honestly, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't kept up on that at all. I don't care, honestly. Only so, one you keep up on is the one you got. <laughs> right. But <laughs> And move on. But my point no. is the, you know, they claim that this will be effective against the current variant. And just due to the na very nature of viruses um, mutating, there's no way that that's possible. Well, that just says right here, it says approval was granted with no specific clinical data for children in this age group. Right. So that to me right. makes it sound like they never tested it on children. Well, first of all, you know, they're not, it doesn't work against this variant because the variant has m mutated since they were working on this. That's mm -hmm. number one. They're always going to be six months behind. Well, that's how the flu shot is. Right. That's why the, the flu shot... Behind. And they've had the flu shot for how many decades, and they still can't get very high efficacy with the flu shot every year. But there's a flu breakout every year. Yeah, exactly. Um, and same thing with this with this newest COVID booster, um, or whatever they call it, the bivalent vaccine. And 
But even besides that, let's say it even did work. Well, kids aren't at risk anyways. So this is just dumb, in my opinion, and possibly dangerous, possibly dangerous, too, because you don't, you know, the side effects that we're seeing and all these uh, sudden deaths and cardiac events and neurological problems and all these cardiovascular events that are occurring in younger and younger people, uh, that would scare the crap out of me if I had jabbed my kid. And thank God we didn't jab ours. Um, so that's that's going on. The FDA approved that. So. I'm going to post a link. You can uh, read that story from FDA.gov and see what kind of lies that they're purveying. All right. But the lunacy rolls on. <laughs> Where is that picture? Okay. Now, this is in Portugal. There's a dude swimming alone with a mask. Okay. <laughs> what the That's hell? not Photoshopped? No. <laughs> and this is from the clown I world. Just, on I Twitter. just am so confused by people the past two to three years. Like, I literally. Shake my head. People have lost their freaking minds. And wonder where are their marbles. Yeah, all common sense has left the building. Um, you know, there's. I, I see it every day. I see people driving in their cars alone with masks on. You Is know. it just like taped to their face and they can't like rip it off? I don't. I don't. It just makes no freaking sense. <sighs> I mean, I still roll. I roll my eyes when I see a mask at all now. You know, the, mm-hmm. who, like who's still rocking the freaking masks? A lot but, of people like to. Though, but the I problem think. is there, there, there's a push for it to come back, and and we have a couple of stories where it has, it has come yeah, back, it has come back, and it's it. being mandated again. And I just cannot freaking believe that. And I really hope that people are up to the task of not complying and resisting. I this don't time think around. it'll happen in our area. I mean, I got it. We should have freaking hope not. I mean, the only thing that I mean, they're huge, like number like they think their number person like oh the risk like is it high is it low that's how they did the mass thing last year so and i thought that like it was if the city is 10 percent well yeah they have the threshold if the cases per per thousands have reached a certain amount those it triggers these these levels and they're not Mm -hmm. adjusting those for the reality which is that the virus has completely changed I mean, those things were ridiculous in the first then, place, even when yeah. it was a, the more deadly variant. But now they're incredibly ridiculous because case counts alone should not matter at all as far as masking. Plus, in my opinion, masks don't even work. No, we and, don't need masks, even if it was deadly or and you, spreading. And you don't get to say that they're not damaging either or, or that they come without a without some type of cost. We're going to get yeah, to there's that. Risk, there's tons of risk. There's, to a, there's a cost involved. You don't get away scot-free. Oh, no. Here's a story. Philadelphia schools, December 14th. Philadelphia schools will require student staff to wear masks for two weeks after winter break. The protective measure is uh, is to prevent the spread of COVID-19 after students return for winter break, superintendent said Wednesday. Mm. Uh, I just kind ridiculous. of shake my head and... They act like I, this I is going to... I feel bad for those families that have to make those decisions, but they'll probably send their kids like, oh, it's just two weeks... Don't we have enough they have data? That, they have that mentality still. Don't we have enough data now that a ton of masked up school districts versus unmasked school districts and the case curves were no different. We had that example in between Fargo and West Fargo. Fargo had ma- mandated masks. West Fargo did not. There was absolutely no difference in the, in the case counts. So, None. and we have that across different states, uh, you know, different oh, counties course. everywhere. States, so, cities. How can they claim that this is going to do anything 
when it didn't do anything before. Um, the most masked states like California had just as bad COVID outbreaks as the unmasked states. So why do they think this is going to do anything? I think this is just people feeling like they have to do something. And if they don't act like they're doing something, then people will be on them like, well, you could have done something. And I just think there's better things to worry about right now than those things. And again, you don't get away. Academics, math, reading, sports, that kind of stuff. Like getting kids socialized, mental health, and and throwing a mask on their face. And again, you don't get away without a price. None of these measures comes without a price. We learned during the lockdowns that overall the lockdowns were far more damaging than, than they helped. Oh, of course. Didn't we learn anything from that? So why would you want to repeat those same mistakes? Well, they have too much pride and they can't come forward and say, okay, I think that just did not work. Let's not do that again. And all the measures that schools took, the distance learning, the masks, all the, the contact tracing, all that crap did nothing and, and was incredibly damaging and took time away from what they should be doing, which is educating. And they want to still go back to these strategies that didn't work the first time, but they're going to do it again. Freaking ridiculous. So that's Philadelphia. Here's another one. Passaic. I think this is New Jersey. Um, Oh, is it a private school? December 20th, 2022. I don't don't know. Dear parents, guardians, re-mask wearing. I hope you are well and looking forward to well-deserved holiday recess. Please be advised that as per our board policy... During periods of a high activity level, as published in the New Jersey Department of Health COVID-19 Activity Level Report, mask wearing is required. Therefore, effective Wednesday, December 21st, 2022, all employees, pre-K through grade 12 students and visitors are required to wear face coverings in all district facilities, school grounds, and buses. I mean... Holy shit. Is this from 2020? I mean, this is from December 20th, 2022. Sandra, no, thank you. So again, she's a super, they're just following these stupid triggers that when case levels reach a certain boom, boom, it triggers, it triggers mandatory masks. And that's as far as how about you just trigger treatment, uh, stay home if you're sick. Right. Exactly. Like, not, I, I have nothing else to say about this. I mean, it's so annoying. The cases are going to go <laughs> up and down. Do it. <laughs> the cases are going to go up and down no matter what you do. Yes. That's going yes. to that's going to happen and this is going to have no effect on it. I mean, the cases will drop after a while and then they're going to go, "Look, all the mask wearing did it." Yeah. But plenty of stool districts are not going to mask and they're also going to drop. And it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same case curve as has been proven in every wave. Freaking ridiculous. But now I love this guy's tweet. He says, my kids will never wear a mask to school again. I failed them once. Will not happen again. And this is our stance. You know, back in, in when Moore had mandated masks. A week six before days, school started. Six days before school started in uh, whatever year. I can't even remember. 2021. Is that 2021? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were like... You know, we didn't, we didn't want them to be the tip. We didn't want them to be the tip of the spear. We didn't want, you know, them to have to go through this conflict, but I'm past that line now. Now they're going to have to tase me to get a mask on me again. You know, it's not going to happen. I can't even remember the last time I wore a freaking mask and they're not going to get a mask on my kids again. The plane. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I wore one to get not kicked off a plane. Well, Las that was Vegas, it. that was the last day it was, it expired. Right. The FEA mandate. That was the only yeah, time I would wear good. one because I'm not getting kicked off a plane. No. But as far as but as far as schools go, 
If that comes back, it's not happening. I'll call the superintendent, say, sorry. And this is what what it's going to take people's mass noncompliance. Well, I wonder what those parents, I would like to talk to those parents. Are they going to People, you have to step up. You have to step up. If a a fourth of you, a fifth of you, a third of you, whatever, if a large chunk of you say, no, we're not doing it, they cannot enforce this because they cannot have people just absent from school for weeks at a time. I, I still think parents are going to follow through with it. Well, some will. Because that is New Jersey. I mean, yeah, I mean pretty if, blue. Yep. I mean, I can't see them not following it, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. You know, obviously, this already happened. This is a week ago. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll have to follow up and see what in they Ju- did. In January, I mean, yeah. You have to see if they... But my, my, my hope is that they have the balls to say, no, we're not doing this. And mass noncompliance is literally the only way to put a stop to well, these Well, I agree, though. Measures. Like, conflict is not fun. Right. Especially when it comes to your kids. You don't want to put your kids into a position where they have to And I would never do themselves. that. I would never but send no, my kid without a... Ma- to. I would never set a, send a kid to school without a mask and say uh deal well, with there it. was some high schoolers here in moorhead they were yeah they chose to yeah they chose they chose to but i'm not gonna send my fourth grader in without a mask and say fight it out with your principal that's not happening i'll go in there yes and i'll bring them in and i'll go actually i'll call i'll go in by myself without them and say this is what's happening we're not doing this and that's what's going to go on that's what it's going to take mask mm-hmm. not compliance um so here's some more lunacy so Biden uh, tweeted, COVID cases are rising across America. America is folks gather for the holidays. See, I hate this focus on anytime there's a holiday, they this always feel propaganda. the need. They always feel the need to butt in and try to finger wag and tell you how you should live your life and warn you against, you know, getting together with your family. Well, do so, you have the um, Dr. Fauci, yeah, Santa some, one? Yep, I have oh, some of that coming, that's come, coming up here. So oil. what he says is, COVID cases are rising as folks gather for the holidays. That's why, starting today, every household can order four free COVID tests to be shipped straight to your door. Head to covidtest.gov to get yours. Now, first of all... What day is that? That was December 15th. So, first of all... testing for COVID? Well, first of all, is that free to who? It is not. Free to who? Who, I mean, these aren't free. No. He's wasting American taxpayer money to provide these. These are not free. He paid somebody to make those. He's paying somebody to ship those. Well, he's paying a manufacturer with some tax money out there. And right, and they're, paying, not- and they're paying for shipping to anybody in America that wants four for free. I mean, what a freaking waste of taxpayer money. Just stay home and get better. That's my test. Yeah, I don't, I don't know <laughs> who, the, uh, who the hell's testing anymore. I um, Yeah, no, but the test here. If you want to test, go pay for it yourself, I say. Um so oh, here, here's is, oh. So here's Biden and, and Fauci talking They're about. They're so healthy. Uh, you know, looking out <laughs> for us and, uh, you know, making sure that they get the message across. So let's listen to this here. It reduces the risk of catching or spreading the disease. And it helps protect you from ending up in the hospital or worse. It's free and available all over our country. I know you're busy, but this is important. I just got mine too. Mm. So join me. So happy. Because your president and I care about you and we want to make sure that you stay healthy. You know, the first sentence of that, this is a message with stupid Pouchy standing next to her. Well, um, her voice doesn't sound very healthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> but just 
still the full court press with the messaging and the jab. Yes. They just will not drop it. But this first sentence was interesting. Let's listen to this again. It reduces the risk of catching or spreading the disease. That's a lie. It reduces. Well, here, wait. Reduces. You talked over here. Let's listen to what, just listen to what she says, this first sentence. It reduces the risk of catching or spreading the disease. Says who? That's a lie. Says who? Prove that. You can't prove that. I haven't got COVID since November 2020. I've gotten no if, jabs. If if that is true, then their 94% shot would have worked. Exactly. And it didn't. Everybody literally, had COVID. Literally everybody people got. people have had COVID. Literally everybody got COVID mo- and mo- most multiple times. And it seems like the more jabbed you are, the more times you get it. So this is complete, in my opinion, bullshit. Well, it's so, just lying. I don't, don't believe them. I don't trust them. No, of course not. They can't. I don't know how they can make that claim. Now, here's another one. Okay, here's Fauci getting... Oh, um, gosh. Fauci getting asked about... And here's the question. It says, how dangerous is it, child. is it to be near our unvaccinated oh, grandchildren? Okay. Again, so they're... Oh, yeah. So they're going... Yep. They're, going for the heartstrings. Well, they're just, you know, trying to demonize people that would dare get together. Also, let's listen to this. Yeah. Approaching, we've had lots of questions about safety of gathering with friends and family, especially if loved ones haven't been vaccinated. So Lucy from Maine asks, Mm -hmm. since we've been vaccinated, how dangerous is it to be near our grandchildren? They have not been vaccinated beyond what's required in the schools. Right. Well, vaccination, again, is the answer. So if you want to protect your grandchildren and vice versa, even though the grandchildren are not required to get vaccinated, if they are within the age, which is now six months or older... I would encourage the family. So if you're the grandparent, I would encourage my child, who is the parent of my grandchildren, to get their children vaccinated. And with the holiday. Go to hell. That's just, just so wrong. Just such bullshit lies. I'm going to tell my kid to vaccinate their kid to see me, their parent. Again, they're still pushing this narrative Oof. that somehow it's healthier. It's somehow, there's still their underlying current undercurrent of, you got to do it to protect the others. Well, how? There is if I If I don't have COVID, if I'm unvaxxed and I don't have COVID, how is that at all a danger to anyone that's in the room with me that I'm visiting? If I don't have COVID... And I'm unvaxxed. How am I any more dangerous? You just might have it like falling off your shirt or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand the argument. The, the argument makes no sense. It has no been sense. proven that it does not stop transmission. It does not stop transmission. Everybody or gets COVID. So what stops you from getting it? I mean, obviously, you if you still get it, if you have the shot, obviously, if you have symptoms and you have an active COVID case and you're symptomatic, then stay home. Oh, yeah. Which is exactly the same rules we always did. I have that with like strep throat, stomach flu. Right. We canceled, our, really we canceled cold. our son's birthday party because two, two of the kids had the flu. Had the flu. Obviously, we're not going to get together and spread active infections among, amongst family members. But if you're completely healthy... And I'm unvaxxed. Why am I a danger? Explain that. Why am I a danger to anyone? They won't because they need to keep saying what they're saying. It's just such bullshit. God, I'm tired of it. 
So that's stupid Fauci. But I thought just, Fauci's done. Like, didn't yeah, he retire? Yeah, this is, this is all on his way out, but he's, you know, he's just going hard I on I just these, want him to stop talking. He's going hard on these myths before he leaves. Now, here's another one. Now, we're, you know, this episode He's working is, on his royalties this, from the Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson shots. This episode is kind of about the demonization of the unvaxxed, right? Well, yes. this all... This all has an undercurrent of that because it's basically, again, he's not saying it straight out anymore because he can't. He can't say you have to get vaxxed no. or otherwise you're you're killing grandma. That's what they used to say. They were saying that a year ago. Oh, yeah. They were Even saying that a year ago. But now he can't that. he can't say that explicitly because everybody else got COVID. So you, that argument went away. But there's still the undercurrent of that under all this messaging. And, you know, it's really tiresome. And here's another perfect example of it. People who skipped their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents, according <laughs> to a new that. study. And guess what I did when I saw that? I scrolled on by because that is so... While, while you were driving and almost got in an accident? <laughs> no, no. I saw it in my news feed or whatever. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, it's just clickbait to make us look bad if you're not vaccinated. It says, during summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government-held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom hadn't received the COVID vaccine. They found that unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe Mm. traffic crash. So they paid money for that (laughs) to study who who had a shot and who got in a car wreck. How freaking hilarious is that? And it's in Canada. And, you know, I have some theories on why that may occur. Well, number one, I think... uh, Unvaxxed people probably were working and not staying at home. Oh, so they were driving more. Yeah, so they're actually driving. And, and you know, because a lot of the vaxxed people either had work from home jobs or, you know, uh, just were driving less. That's my, it's my theory why that may, that may have, that data may exist. But how freaking ridiculous is that? But why would that? you even waste your time on that type of data? And like well, grant because, money or whatever it is to like gather it and people's salaries. Like that is just a just lot, again, waste of energy. Well, they wanted, they want to demonize the unvaxxed because they're using every possible tool to manipulate you into getting vaxxed. But this is my thought. Coercion, the bribery. Whole, the whole thing, the whole three years of everything. Why? Why does it matter? We get all these shots. Why? Why have a hundred, hundred percent of the population with this vaccine shot? Why do they want that so bad? Well, I think it's a mix of. It's so bizarre to me. I think it's a mix of they. they uh, there's a portion that legitimately thinks that's the way to squash the virus is get herd immunity through injected, I- injected vaccines that would grant immunity. That's there's a percentage that thinks that. Then there's another chunk that's like, hey, we can make bazillions off of this. And so those two, gross. those two are working together. Yeah, and also the liberals that, just have this attitude of, you know, you have to do what's good for the planet, even if it's a sacrifice of yourself. You know, you have to give up your gas guzzling car and your furnace, you know, because you can't <laughs> burn fossil fuels. So you just have to might have to go without heat for a few weeks during the winter. No, That's but this all. is the thing, though, Josh. And they have that, that attitude. Well, let me finish the oh, point. Okay. So liberals just have that that they think that they're a better person than you. And that they're a higher level of spiritual being because they're willing to they're make those sacrifices. They're make, willing to make those sacrifices for the good of society, and it's the same reason why people virtue signal uh, on social media. They put you remember the black squares on Instagram yes, for I did whatever do that. BLM stuff from the nope. now the Ukrainian flags. Nope. If you see Ukrainian flags and pronouns in someone's bio, you know where they stand politically. And some colored hair, right? So that's I think. 
you know, the, all those things, all those forces working together uh, led us to, you know, all the mainstream narrative was pushing to get vaxxed. No, but it was really hard for me to find people at my job that were not going to get the shot. And it mm-hmm. was very, very small. Yeah, most people just buy buy into the, well, they don't even bother to question it. You know, and I've said this many times, you know, my awakening kind of happened through nutrition, right? Realizing that the food pyramid was complete BS. Oh, yeah. You've shown me some of those documentaries. Yeah. And then and then that led to statins. And then now the revelations on the SSRIs, you know, that they're, mm-hmm. they have no... Uh, they no visibility, no visibility into the, the side effects and no visibility into the mechanism of how that stuff works and all that compounds. And then luckily that was kind of had primed me before COVID happened to be kind of skeptical of all this. Well, the thing is, though, is that I was friends with lots and lots of moms that were very natural minded, not doing the regular scheduled shots of vaccines for their children. That got it. Yeah, it was, it was a weird I'm flip. so confused by what is the, why? Like, you guys, they all respected, like, oh, we all want to do what we want to do with our education, our kids' medicine, diaper, they're making homemade diaper rash cream yeah, there's and a, laundry there's plenty soap. plenty of anti-vax like, moms. this gene mRNA shot for their five-year-old. Yeah, there's plenty of, like, anti-vax moms who are, like, traditional OG anti-vaxxers yeah. who decided who totally flipped and just believed the government's you know every word and decided to get the covid vax but they were the ones who were like homeschooling we don't want our kids in our the government in our kids's uh religion or their school or their food i mean the bottom line is propaganda is extremely effective and they think it worked on a chunk of the population and they just bought it hook line and sinker and they were afraid and fear is the biggest motivator of all emotions and you know you're willing to do pretty much anything for someone to save you from something so maybe the fear, just they couldn't overcome the fear. If couldn't, they could have, maybe right. they wouldn't have done it. They weren't strong-minded enough to overcome the fear. Now, here's another um, piece of information. I remember we're talking about how the unvaxxed were demonized. Here's some more messaging from John Hopkins, how to talk to friends and family about getting the bivalent booster. Am I saying What's that right? What's the bivalent? Bivalent, bivalent. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. Bivalent? Um, bivalent? Maybe. Um so then it, uh, you know, it basically talks, it gives you all this propaganda that it leads you to a website. It gives you all this propaganda that you can unleash on your family members who are skeptical. And it talks about how it's, uh, it's well, here, I'll just read the description. It's the, the bivalent booster is the most recent version of the COVID-19 vaccine. It contains both the original vaccine strain of the virus and a strain derived from the BA.5 Omicron variant, mm-hmm. which is currently dominating here in the U.S. So that we can maximize protection against severe disease and potentially from infection. <laughs> I like how they say and mm. potentially from infection. Yeah, yeah right. They can say, well, they we didn't say, all, say we didn't say 100 percent. And then uh, who should be getting one? The booster is approved for uh, all individuals over age 12, Pfizer for some age groups, and Moderna for other age groups. Um, okay. So then it just goes through They're giving whole, you tips on how to talk to people yeah. that have not gotten their booster. Yeah, they're just basically supplying you with propaganda so that you who can take on Who does that? I would like skeptical. to know who, who actually does that. I would like to talk to them. Yeah. Like who sits around and thinks about this? It's crazy. Now it says, are you concerned about the confusion about the new booster will make it harder for us to get people vaccinated with it? Well, people, because people are starting to freaking wake up is the problem. 
Communication on this issue has to be very clear and careful. Much of the guidance is being left to individuals and medical providers to decide. And that is going to breed different responses from different people. Well, and then we do also need our doctors and our clinics to like step away from this. This is problem is if you question the narrative, if you question the narrative at all, and we're going to get to some Peter McCullough stuff here in a bit. You know, he lost his medical license. It got banned off Twitter and numerous platforms. You know, and, and he's one of the only people that Docs, I trust. Everything. I yeah. trust on the subject. And so and so, you know, the other doctors see this happening. And he was one of the most respected, you know, mm-hmm. had the most like peer reviewed papers of any cardiologist. And people with way less stature than him who depend, you know, they they got couple hundred, few hundred grand in, in uh, student loans to become a doctor. Now they're a couple years out of medical school and they're just starting to make good money and they see him get his license yanked. And, and they're like, no way, dude. They're like, I can't <laughs> risk that. I just bought this house. You know, I, I can't I risk this. $200,000 in debt. I, at yeah. least. Yeah, you know, that's I, a lot. And they have, you know, it's going to take them a decade to pay it off and they're finally making good money. That That's a lot to put at risk. No, but it's still, it's not good care what is that uh oath they take hippocratic oath yeah. yeah i mean doctors don't think about that yeah first do no harm all right well let's get into this okay. um tim robbins so actor tim robbins expresses remorse about turning on the unvaccinated and the unmasked quote we turn into tribal angry vengeful people i agree with the tribal stuff they i mean they're still tribal about all their topics that they yep. are screaming about it's kind of interesting because this guy, he's one of the most like. Isn't he married to Susan Saranda? Yeah, but he's so Sarandon, yeah. And he's one of the most just super liberal um, actors out there and, and really an activist and a total leftist. So it's yeah. kind of interesting that he. Um, but didn't he, did he do an interview you said with Russell? With Russell Brand, Brand, yeah. And then I'll post the article in the show notes. And it it's says, really, yeah. He says, despite having initially bought into it and adhering to the. Uh, requests made of him, Robbins explained that his real-life encounters were ultimately at odds with what he had otherwise been told about the pandemic, anti-lockdown protesters, and the unvaxxed. This generated a sense of cognitive dissonance, prompting him to doubt the official narrative. <clears throat> so he says he was living in L.A. when the pandemic first struck. Schools, bars, gyms, churches, and campgrounds were blocked off or shut down. Residents were confined to their homes. Mask wearing was made mandatory. I bought into it. I was masking everywhere. I was keeping my social distance. I was adhering to the requests made of me, and I felt angry angry at people that didn't do that, Robbins told Brand. Yeah, that's <clears throat> gross. And that, <clears throat> although he saw thriving areas that were not strictly following statist health protocols when he drove across the U.S., and it was not until he visited the U.K. that Robbins acknowledged the possibility that he may have been wrong to unquestioningly accept the mm. official pandemic narrative. He noticed a lot of people were not in Britain. Yeah, in Britain, he noticed a lot of people were not adhering again to these requests made by the government. I thought, well, they're going to have a hard day coming up. There'll be some serious death here. When I saw <laughs> that there wasn't a huge death rate, after I witnessed personally what was happening, I started to wonder more and more what we were being, if what we were being told was true or not. Good for him. I mean, but exactly. He used his freaking eyeballs. I still mad at him that he like hated, hated people that weren't, didn't get a shot or wear a mask or stay home. So, you know, I mean, kudos to him for uh, having the balls to like yeah. admit that. Like, I think it's good if people come out because some of these people won't come out. They they are going to go to their grave saying what they did, what they had to do it for the greater good. You know, that whole line. Whoops, sorry. And he's not even saying... 
the vax is killing people or it's no, causing causing heart no. attacks. He's not going that far. All no. he's saying is I was a dick to unmasked and unvaxxed. No, I'm glad you And I thought that. they were going to die in the winter of death, <laughs> right? That's what Biden said. That's what all the messaging was. If you don't get this, you're going to die. You're dead and you're going to be killing people. But then he went across country into, into UK and saw that that didn't happen. Right, and that was they were always saying. Remember, Sturgis uh, is going to be the you <laughs> what know, was it called? Sturgis is going to be you know like a super spreader event. Su- yeah, super you know, spreader. The southeast, like Florida, started opening up. They had spring break. Oh my god! What was it like? Death, 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 uh, death, death Santa or something with Georgia and uh, Florida opened up, and they were like, just wait for death. Yeah, to it was, it was always something. just right around the corner. Was the massive death was going to happen, and it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. You know the and the, I question the deaths right now. Like I question all COVID deaths but even to if, this even, day. But even if you take them at their word, the states that were more open did not have more deaths than the ones that were locked down. No, they were. E- all the everyone same. had independent curves. Of, yeah. of death and death like rates. Like some had waves at different times, it, whatever. But then the other the other one that was later would be about the same. Yeah, I mean, with all of the same protocols. Florida or, was right yeah. in the middle of the pack. You know, as far as the states, as far as how their population fared, as far as death. And they were one of the most open. You know, we went there, what, four times during the pandemic? <laughs> yes. And I mean, there were some cities that were a little bit nutty. Like when we were at Key West, you did have to wear a mask. Well, just in the Airbnb because the condo, remember that, stupid condo board. Yeah, they were. And I was like, oh, I want to yeah. change. But our, or like we were downtown Key West and that policeman's like, get your mask up. He like told one me or you to put our mask on. And it's like, uh, we're outside. Yeah, no. You know, so I mean. Yeah, but but overall, my point overall, is overall, the states that were open to not have higher death rates, it was completely independent of that. So, and he was smart enough to acknowledge that yeah. and man enough to acknowledge that. That's good. Yeah, I don't mind if people come out apologizing. I think it's good. Well, right. Well, that's what it's going to take in order to not let well, this crap happen I, again. Well, then because I'll just now, be okay with that. Well, because then. now let's say LA was like, oh, we need to mandate this, mandate that. Tim Robbins, who would have been hell yeah and would have been probably doing commercials for them, He'll is now going to no. say, nah, uh, I think let's just let people you know, make their want. own decisions right. and assess their own risk. Right. That's the crucial point. Now, here's another opposite. Oh, please here's don't. the opposite guy. Here's freaking Sean Penn. Please don't even play the video. It's time to send unvaccinated citizens to jail. Sean Penn. This is December 20th of 2022. When I saw this article, I, I was like, this has got to be from two years ago. Or, you know, from when the but why is he saying that now? He's like, 60- what makes him go there? Because he he's old or is he worried no, he's well, going to die? I'll quote him. He says, it's a cowardice of conviction. I think that is, it's an unwillingness to engage in the culture of common sense. Then at this point, it seems criminal to me, actually. That's a, that's a quote from him. I really... And this, can, oh, the other here, stuff is what bothers here's me. Here's another quote. I really feel that if someone chooses not to be vaccinated, that they should choose to stay home, not go to work, not have a job. As long as we're all paying for these streets, we got to ride safely on them. And Don't I'm just so hopeful that the mindset will change. Screw that. See, that, that makes me more mad than anything yeah so i mean he's still at still clinging to that fact from a year ago because remember about a year ago was when we couldn't go to minneapolis and eat because they had vax passports for all the stupid restaurants citywide mask mandates everywhere in minnesota yep so you know as unvaxxed people who were not willing to wear masks we couldn't go anywhere um in our in our biggest city in our state and he wants to he's still sticking to that narrative but has he had covid i'm sure and then five boosters, like I'm sure. Seriously, what what's 
what are they going to do to you if they don't get a shot? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he has. Um, so here's a pushback hero, as, as I like to call him, somebody that fought back. Um, <clears throat> so this is a, okay. Is a soccer player? Ex-Virginia Tech soccer player allegedly benched for refusing to kneel, allowed to proceed with a lawsuit. So I like to highlight some of these stories once in a while. So basically this is a gal who uh, refused to kneel during a pregame social justice demonstration. <laughs> I don't know if I would even gone. I would have been like, I'm sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, during the height of the Black Lives Matter movement in 2020, she explained while she supports social justice and believes that black lives do matter, she does not support BLM, the organization, citing her. its tactics and, tactics and core tenets <clears throat> of its mission statement, including defunding the police. Mm-hmm. So that was yep. good. I like so that. A judge allowed her case to. Um, oh, is it going to be heard? Case to proceed. Yep, allowed to proceed his lawsuit. Why did they try to like uh, well, kick her just, off the team? Or oh yeah, she got she got punished. She got benched. She got benched for. So then I wonder if she lost views. her like, you know, her grant or school scholarship. I or, think she just basically wasn't allowed to participate. Okay. Um, which is really sad. So. Yeah, so the, the, yeah, just these random He benched her and ultimately made things so intolerable that she felt compelled to quit the team. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's good. Um, you know, so it's just kind of another example. Just another level of discrimination that they, but yet BLM doesn't want you to discriminate against black people. Of course not. As, and no one But should. you're white, so it doesn't, you, you, you get discriminated against all, for whatever. Right, as, everything's as a, your fault. As a conservative and potentially unvaxxed person, Just you think differently. That's, that's the it. person that's allowed to be discriminated against. What if she was a black woman and she said no? Well, she probably wouldn't. They probably like. They'd probably hate her even more. Then, all right, let's get into this. So, Peter McCullough, <clears throat> he's he's one of the people that I look to for this crap. So he, you know, he got. Lost his medical license, was completely mm-hmm. deplatformed everywhere. Do medical. Well, since Elon Musk bought Twitter, <laughs> he reinstated him. Yep. Okay. So that's number one. That's good. That's awesome, right? Okay, great. So he's back on Twitter now. So luckily, because then I can disseminate some of this valuable information to us. Now here's, mm, um, here's him talking about Klaus Schwab, who is who the is uh, guy? world... Economic villain. Forum Chief <laughs> Supervillain Klaus Schwab. I mean, it even sounds like a Bond villain. Let's listen to what he's, his clip is here. Nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. Hmm. Nobody will. So, yeah, what he said there. Well, let me okay. boost the volume and play yeah. it again. Okay. Nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. God. So if you can understand his evil Bond villain accent, he said, quote, nobody will be safe if not everybody is vaccinated. That's this guy's freaking point of view. Is he the one that's for the world, the great reset? Yeah. He's for the eating bugs. You, 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 will, you will own nothing. You will eat the bugs and like it. <laughs> that's this freaking evil dickhead. No, thanks. Now, why Peter would McCullough, he care? Peter huh. McCullough says, why would he care? He's an economic, an economic leader, not a doctor or scientist. He's getting paid. Well, no, and because it's all part of the grand plan, right? But what? that's what I'm going back to again. You have complete control of your populace. Who cares if I have a shot and you don't? When this... Obviously, we all know now, it doesn't matter. It's all about centralized control. That's the key. I don't like centralized control. And guys like this want 
want you to cradle the grave, be dependent on the government, to own nothing, have no freedom, and be a compliant, uh, compliant populace that is controlled through um, drugs and and diet, and you having to go up to your you know, like a gerbil up to your feeder yeah, and lick, lick the thing to get a couple drops of water out. Well, this guy is, well, I just don't even know why we listen to him. Right. We shouldn't. No, and in I fact, don't. I wish he was, you know, whatever the fired or uh, impeached or whatever you, you whatever you can he, yeah. do for the WEF. I think the he's Forum. massively wealthy. So yeah, he's, he's a freaking actual super villain. All right. So let's get into this. Um, so Alex Barron's another guy that I follow. He has a substack called Unreported Truths. He's been, you know, good. against all the lockdowns and the vaccines since the beginning. And he's pointing out a couple doctors that have uh, come to the right mm. side, that have awakened. And this is Australian. Yeah, so the headline of this article is a top Australian doctor and former COVID vaccine advocate warns of the risks of the shots. So Dr. Karen Phelps wanted everyone vaccinated until she and her wife suffered side effects from Pfizer jabs. Hmm. Now she says regulators are censoring the truth about COVID vaccine injuries. Hmm. Well, okay. that's what it's going to take. Some side effects. Yeah, she's now sounding an urgent alarm about the dangers of the mRNA shots. So where did he find this info? She wrote like a paper on it? Yeah, she's going public now. Oh, okay. Yesterday, Phelps, a former president of the Australian Medical Association, so this is a higher up person in Australia, pleaded for an Australian parliamentary committee to examine the dangers of the mm. mRNA vaccines. The I've risks go far that. beyond their known dangers of myocarditis, and both she and her wife personally suffered long-term side effects following their Pfizer jabs. See, that's what it's going to take, is some of these people to be personally affected. Well, right. there's lots of people being affected right now, and nobody's listening to them. And there's no treatment out there for it either. Well, the problem is, if you get personally affected, are you going to tie the two together? Because, you know, all well, the died suddenly. there's some people that don't. All the died suddenlies we've covered how many, you know, dozens and dozens of them now, how many of those family members even put two and two together to even question, oh, what well, could it have been the vax? You know, not too many because a lot of them are just true. Well, and people end. have tried to bring it up to doctors. Like if it's an elderly person, like, well, they just had their shot three, three days ago. Do you think the stroke is from that? They're like, nope, nope. Not talking about it. Yeah, they can't. They literally shut it down. Because they see Peter McCullough get totally, you know, deplatformed. So I'll post this link to the okay. story. You got to check this out. Um, so that's just a good, well, that's indi- good, it's it's a good indicator. Because yep. that's also Australia, who there was very locked down just to like, what, the summer? Oh, yeah. They were they're one of the most highly vaxxed, highly locked They were trying countries. to go COVID zero and they're they couldn't. They were trying to achieve COVID zero. Nope. Could not do it. It's not attainable. Um, here's another guy that I follow. Who's this um, guy? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. This, this is, is Dr. Doctor. Haseem. Excellent. So doctor. Dr. Dr. Um, Haseem Mahol- Malhotra. Okay, he's from the UK, Great Britain, and he, again, he was personally affected. He personally pushed. He gave the shots. He pushed. He he went on TV and pushed for it. He went. He was like one of the talking, you know, talking pundits uh, going on the news channels, talking about trying to tackle vaccine hesitancy. Mm -hmm. Then his dad, who was super healthy, and um, also a doctor, and also a doctor keeled over from a, a cardiac event when he personally had checked his dad out and had like no before that. had no evidence of any yeah. heart disease or any risk factors. He was in shape. He ran. They played pickleball, badminton or whatever against each other. They ran all the time. And then he dropped after he got the jab. And this really that awakened, made him, question it it. awakened him. 
So I'll post a link to this um, interview where he talks about getting um, deplatformed and you got kicked off of LinkedIn, who's owned by Bill by Microsoft. You know, oh, so that's it is? a Bill Gates connection there again. Ugh, he Same, needs to go away. There's another connection to the World Economic Forum. Bill right? Gates, can he just like move to some mountains and just? Yeah, so there's a lot of forces away. at work here trying to stop this information from getting out. So LinkedIn, um, he can't be on LinkedIn. He's banned from permanently banned from LinkedIn with no warning. After posting this Great Britain news interview, I gave explaining the link between the mRNA jab and heart attacks. And he's an excellent, excellent doctor about heart, right? And he, heart health. And to me, I he's believe, been doing it for like 17 years or something. Right. But I believe him more than yeah, anyone else because he's willing to look at the data that was in front of his face and ch- actually change his mind. That's the problem. People get so dug in, they're not willing to change their minds. So I'll post this, this uh, tweet with this link to this interview so you can talk about that. But uh, I do want to play, he was on a podcast I listened to. Um, so this is the peak human podcast. It's about really nutrition and fitness, but, but, uh, okay. he had Dr. Asim Holter cause he went and spoke at a conference okay. that this guy, um, hosted and he t- talks about when he was, uh, awakened and let me find the vision, which I reached and see relatively and public figures contact and public figures contact and public figures. A number of things happened. And this is an interesting story for me that how things changed and developed since, early 2021, up until this interview on GB News a year ago. The first thing that happened was this. In April, I went for a walk and met up with a friend of mine who's a very uh, respected cardiologist. I've worked with him for years. Probably one of the smartest cardiologists in the country. Very high scientific integrity uh, in his late 30s. And he said to me, he said, Asim, there's something I've got to tell you. And I said, what is it? And he goes, I've not had the vaccine. And I said, really? I said, tell me more. You know, I was curious. And he said, well, there's a couple of things. One is, I know this is a new technology. He said, I studied immunology at my in medical school. I know a lot of the people behind some of these new vaccines. I've been emailing them, asking them questions. They've not really come back with anything um, that's reassuring to me. So I'm a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen. Um, I don't have any evidence to go on to make this, but my intuition is I'd rather wait. But he said, something else concerns me. And I said, what's that? He said, I, the original trial from Pfizer that led to the approval of the Pfizer vaccine, right? They published in the New Journal of Medicine and the rollout. He said, in the supplementary appendix, there are four cardiac arrests in the vaccine group and there are what, there's one in the placebo. Now he mm-hmm. said, the small numbers, it could be coincidence, but if this is a real signal, we're going to have a problem. That's gonna- so four <laughs> cardiac events. So somebody he trusted. And studied it. And this is back when Dr. Asim was... Full on, for full on for the jab. You know, he one of his of person mm-hmm. he respects brought up to him like, um, there's some like red flags. <laughs> there's some red flags buried in this data that they're not highlighting. They're not telling us about. Hmm. So that's a great episode. You know, it's an hour and a half long. I just wanted to play that little clip to give people a little perspective. You know, and I trust this guy. Like I said, he was a jab pusher going on TV. So if he's willing to reverse his position after that, think about that public embarrassment. Of going on TV saying, you got to take the jab. This is a great mm-hmm. jab. Everybody mm-hmm. loves the jab. It's going to work. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. It's going to prevent this, stop transmission, blah, blah, blah. And it's safe and effective. Imagine having to go say, oops, I was wrong about that. That takes a lot of balls to do. Well, I think it's because he's going on the data now. He's like, I have to tell people. I can't just sit on this information. When he lost his father in and, what he thinks was yeah. a vaccine-related event. 
So, right. you know, that changed yeah. his mind and now he's, he's super regretful. He's just, yeah. And that's, that's okay. I mean, he's full of guilt, you know, that he might've, might've contributed to his father, um, dying early. So, you know, that's scary stuff. He's a good doctor to listen to though. I've yeah. heard him a couple of times. Exactly. Um, so, and here's mm-hmm. another interesting story. Okay. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine linked to blood clotting from, mm. and this is from Amazing. the FDA. Okay. So FDA researchers crunching data from a database of elderly persons in the United States found that pulmonary embolisms, blood clotting in the lungs. Let me click on the link. Blood clotting in the lungs. Oh God, it's going to charge me for the friggin' thing. Okay. No. It says found that pulmonary embolism. I can still read it. I can, I can see through your ad. <laughs> Blood clotting that forms in the body and winds up blocking the blood flow in the lungs met the initial threshold for its statistical signal and continued mm. meeting the criteria after a more in-depth evaluation. So they're not, yeah, so this is showing <laughs> so, that that's a side effect. Right. COVID-19 vaccine la- linked to blood clotting. This is from the freaking FDA. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, you could just go to the FDA and she'll be on there now. I mean. Later. So, but, but again, they were going with the whole... Hmm. They were going with the whole attitude of, well, sure, there might be a little rare clotting sometimes. They said rare, But you're going to get it way worse from COVID. And long-term COVID. Right? Yeah. So their their thing was, well, you got to get the jab because you don't want to get that COVID because it's the myocarditis and the pericarditis and the clotting and everything else is way worse from the actual virus. Yeah, it's not. Well, guess what? All these people got the virus anyways. So whatever. On top of the shot. So whatever uh, potential bad side effects are you from the virus, you're going to have those anyways. So why would you want to introduce any more risk? Just double dose it. Makes no sense to me. Um, And I just don't understand even from the beginning. How about natural immunity? Like nobody talked about. Oh, you couldn't. You couldn't nobody couldn't that. talk about natural immunity. That was another Taking thing care of yourself. Peter McCullough. Losing weight. Doing the nasal spray. Yeah. Taking ivermectin, hydrochloricin, but all that was like banned. Yep. Yeah, those people got completely deplatformed. Now, I'll post this link to this, another uh, clip from Peter McCullough here. And here's a quote from it. That, and I won't play the whole video. I'm just going to read this quote from this video, and I'll post a link in the show notes. It says, this will go down as the biggest biological pharmaceutical safety disaster in the history of mankind by a mile. This will go down worse than most wars in terms of mortality. Dr. Peter McCullough, that doesn't scare the crap out of you. Well, because he really thinks that he could have saved 75% of all deaths. Exactly. Because they were throwing everybody on ventilators. They were giving everybody remdesivir. Um, Now we know if you just would have uh, done the nasal washing, um, you know, and then taken, you know, done the the kitchen sink approach is what he calls it. Yeah, like the zinc. Yeah, zinc, lose weight. Lose weight, eat healthy. Nasal wash, you know. Vitamin Stay D, active, you know, ivermectin, you know, um, hydroxychloroquine, some of you know that whatever his kitchen sink protocol was, you know, that could have saved a lot of people that ended up dying of COVID because right. the first thing they do is slap them on a ventilator, and that's the you know that just gets your body to shut down, your lungs just give up. So I'll post that link so you can everybody can watch that clip where he states about how the mortality is going to be worse than most wars. Um, <clears throat> here's another um, another Peter McCullough clip and and again i'll post this link too and with a quote the main quote from this one is at this point in time these injuries and problems don't stop until the vaccines stop Mm, okay that's pretty strong that's scary too right right and this guy does not speak off the cuff 
everything he says he has it's based on data random control s- studies trials all these things going on he's got the data to back it up you know he's the, one of the most um credentialed cardiologist and most peer-reviewed published cardiologist that exists i gotta see him and he's completely completely shut down yeah and luckily he's you know had to make a living doing speaking now. yeah i think he's living off of doing speaking engagements he can't treat people which is just a, a total sham so he works with a lot of people doing speaking engagements exactly um so i'll post that clip so you can watch that um Here's another article. Dr. Strickler and Dr. McCullough in 21 declared products, pregnancy category X, dangerous MOA, no safety data contraindicated. See, this is how smart he is. I didn't even understand that sentence. Now the stories of regret for violating good clinical practice. Fault DHS community corp money to ACOG, OBGYN, and mothers. Now this, Hmm. the title of the substack is two babies die likely from their mother's first trimester COVID vaccines. Oh my god that's a hard one because they they do have a list of like um there's a picture when you're pregnant if you're listening there's a picture of oh, uh, a so sad gal holding her stillborn daughter delivered at 35 weeks and five days yeah she's a nurse and she was covid vaccinated her first trimester oh my god See, and i just don't think there's any reason you could just wait if they would have just waited but they pressed that pregnancy one too really hard like like it's safe and effective you know, pass on the immune, you know, well, the, they were, they, the immune response to the baby. Yeah, like, they, uh, they used that as a, as a weapon. Oh, totally. The fear is a weapon against pregnant And mothers. I saw it in a lot of moms groups where like, I'm really struggling with getting it, not getting it. Like, I really don't feel like I want it. And I don't know what it's going to do to my baby. Well, f- trust your gut. Seriously, that's serious stuff. Yeah. Especially so, when you're pregnant. You don't want to, I mean, you don't drink when you're pregnant or right. take like even tons of ibuprofen or well, they thought they were do- they th- SSRIs or anything like they that. They thought they were doing what was going to protect the baby, right? Ugh. So I'll post that article. That's tough. Sad. That's tough. Um, so now we're going to get into this. Um, you know, I have a whole list of died suddenly. I'm going to cover in the next episode. <laughs> There's like freaking 40 of them. It's some crazy amount just from the last we haven't and recorded in a couple weeks. And that's just what you see in the news. That's just what I, what I, what gets highlighted to me. Um, but I wanted to focus on this one as kind of a case study for how how this gets treated and dismissed in the media. So I I took note because, you know, the World Cup was going on and this um, journalist, okay, well, and, and actually this article is the second one. Okay, so this is what's interesting is two journalists died suddenly at the World Cup. But right? wasn't one of them not? Okay. Well, we're going to talk about, so suddenly. I just, I'm just highlighting this one. So, okay. Um, Khalid al Misam a Qatari, or no, because Khalid al Maslam. A Qatari means he's from Qatar. Was a fertile photojournalist for Al Qas TV and died suddenly while covering the tournament in the country. So I just I just only put that on there because mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that two fo- two journalists died covering the World Cup died suddenly. That that's how common this freaking shit is. Okay, because there's so many people that are vaccinated. <laughs> well, right, but I mean, how many you know point to another. Uh, how many World Cups every every four years, right? Did two journalists die during the last one four years ago? Well, wasn't I there like a theory it. that they were being poisoned or they were being targeted? Well, and... We're going to talk about that. But I don't think that's true. No, it's not true. Right. But point is, World Cup every four years. Yeah, I know. Four years ago, did two journalists die during the World Cup? Probably not. No. 
Four years prior to that, did two journalists no. drop dead, die suddenly with no cause? Okay, car wreck, shooting, something. That's yeah. that's different. Suicide. I'm just talking just drop. Yeah, did, these did people are dropping. two journalists just drop? For no reason. During the World Cup? No, but it happened this year, okay? So that was the second one. So this is the first one that triggered it all. Okay, Grant Wall. U.S. soccer journalist Grant Wall dies at World Cup. Young guy in shape. Thin, mm. right? Yeah. 49 years old. An American journalist yep. who helped grow the popularity of soccer in the U.S. reported on some of the biggest stories in the sport. Died Saturday while covering a World Cup match. He fell back in his seat in a section of Lucille Stadium reserved for journalists during extra time of the game, and reporters adjacent to him called for assistance. Emergency workers responded very quickly, treated him for 20 or 30 minutes on site, and then took him out to a stretcher. Hmm. He said he was taken to a general hospital, but it did not state a cause of death. So basically, they worked on him, you know, and that's the thing is, and we've said this many times. We've covered this, yeah. They drop in front of paramedics. It doesn't matter. They, you can't revive these people. They're young, seemingly healthy, and they can't be brought back. There's no paddling these guys, mm-hmm. you know, clear. There's none of that. The, no amount of CPR, no matter how quickly it's given, seems to be able to seems save. Seems to be able to save these people. Yeah, it's crazy how you know, how fast they drop. Um, So let's get into how this was received. Well, first of all, then here's his wife. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, now this is what started getting me some red flags. Because first of all, do you know if the guy's vaxxed? For because a lot of times whenever yeah, you send you me like this guy died, it was the jab, <laughs> and then I was like, and then I find out oh You're he like, jumped oh. off a, he jumped off a building. Okay, or well, like oh he died from addiction, and he or, wasn't vaxxed, yeah, and he jumped yeah. off a building. Okay, we well, can't count that one. No, I try to only put ones on the show that I can prove were vaxxed. Or you have yeah some sort now, of picture. Look or at his wife. Look at her Twitter profile. <laughs> it has Ukraine flag in it. MD. She's a doctor. Medicine, infectious disease, epidemiology. Okay. So do you think he's not going to get jabbed with that for a wife? Well, no. No. Yeah. Okay. So he was obviously jabbed. That is a given uh, beyond, beyond a reasonable well, and doubt. Well, I think in she my even, didn't she say something about it? Well, and then, and well, well, she was, he was, she was a big vax pusher. Okay? Right. Like she so, was a vax. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's, in fact, here's um, a, Here's a tweet from her, a video of her talking about, um, Ugh, about you know, kids. Ugh. Yeah. Here's her talking about children. COVID. That is true if you're comparing the elderly versus little kids. But if you look at various vaccine preventable diseases in young children, COVID is actually quite deadly. They can also get a unique and severe form of COVID called MISC, which stands for Multisystem Inflammatory Syndrome in Children. Over the course of the pandemic, we've seen 20,000 children between the ages of six months and five years hospitalized for COVID. Uh, We've had about 200 deaths from COVID in that age group. So yes, we are strongly recommending that all children from six months and older get vaccinated. Okay, so you think you you think who's ever married to that is not going to get jabbed? Think he's gonna get away yeah, I'm sure they talked about it. No freaking way she allowed him to not get jabbed, even if he was against it. Um, you know, she's sitting there saying, Oh, kids six months must get it. And that's all you know, that's what we're dealing with here. Okay. So we know he was jabbed. Right. And 
do you think that she's ever going to entertain the fact that the jab is what killed him based on her oh, profession no. and her defiant attitude of jabbing everyone six months and older? Do you think that Mm-mm. no matter despite whatever evidence is presented to her that she would ever consider that? No. No way. So that's how you know we're never going to find she's the gonna truth. She's going to roll with it that he had his blood aneurysm or whatever it was. Exactly. So... Um, and here's another one that talks about, uh, you know, it says, you know, he got the jab while was married to Celine Grounder, an American infectious disease physician who served on the COVID-19 advisory board transition team for oh, Joe Biden. She was even on a team. Wow. Right. So there's no way he's getting away on jab. So we know he's jab. So that's been established. So here's a, here's a, uh, let's see, here's a, um, Alex Berenson article. He yeah, covered this he whole thought. thing and he got in a lot of trouble on Twitter for this. Oh, he did? Well, because people were kind of like saying, well, why are you, you know, jumping on the, uh, every heart attacks, a you know, a vax death thing. Cause mm-hmm. you know, normally Alex deals in, he deals in, st- in facts, in right? Studies too so and stuff. He posted an article talking on the sudden death of Grant Wall and the fury and hypocrisy of vaccine advocates. We will probably never know the underlying cause of the aneurysm that killed him, and the media and the public health bureaucrats would rather not would rather we do not ask at all. Yeah, that's correct. See, that's what's crucial is I'm willing to I just want to dig into it and wherever the science leads. Now, real science, mind yeah. you, not science, not trademark the science, or stuff but that you just actual don't talk science, about. which is allowed to be questioned, and normal it's science not settled. Normal science demands that it be questioned, yes, and you have to defend it against questioning. Okay, if you, and that's what that's all I want is, and if it turns out he had some condition from twenty years ago that finally developed and and yeah. Andrew's a burst, fine, I I would accept that. But do you think his wife would ever accept the case that he developed a a condition from the vaccine? No, she would not. So it says he's a prominent soccer journalist. Over 850,000 Twitter followers and a growing Substack account. He collapsed and died while covering a World Cup match. His death has become the subject of international controversy after his brother briefly suggested that someone Mm. in Qatar may have murdered him because of his left-leaning political views. Because he wore like a rainbow shirt and they kicked him out of the stadium and if he... Or they weren't going weren't to let him in the stadium if he had that shirt well, on. So they to. thought he might have got targeted. His brother did. Can't just do whatever you want in okay. other countries. Now it says, in reality, an autopsy has now found that Wall died of a ruptured aortic aneurysm. Okay? Died in suddenly a fraught, phase, fraught phrase in the mRNA vaccine era. For Wall's family, including his wife, Wall's death is awful and tragic. But as much as they or anyone might wish it to be, it cannot be entirely a private matter, and not only because Wall was a public figure who died in public. At the time of his death, he was an apparently healthy 48-year-old. His brother's unfortunate accusations reflect the reality that unexplained sudden deaths of people under 50 are rare. But Wall was not murdered. So an autopsy was conducted. case. Yep, so he's saying he's, he died of an undiagnosed aortic aneurysm that might that had been developed over time an aneurysm is a balloon like bulging in the wall of an artery if it bursts blood can burst out destroying tissue around the tear and leading to blood loss and serious injury or deaths okay it's uh they're rare especially in people under 50 the overall rate per year is roughly one in ten thousand or less okay now it says the underlying cause is often unknown but one condition that raises the risk for them is giant cell arteritis inflammation of the lining of the arteries now, what do we know about 
And that's a side effect of the shot. Exactly. And then he talks about, now here he posts an article, a journal article that says, increased risk of thoracic aortic complications among patients with giant cell arteritis, a nationwide population-based cohort study. Okay, so we know that that condition, that arteritis, can cause these aneurysms. In turn, cases of giant cell arteritis have emerged following COVID vaccination. Oh, so the giant cell arteritis hasn't been seen in a long time until now. Well, he's just saying that it's a it's a yeah, it's, it's been, been coming seen up more as a side effect following vaccination. So you know you can. You can put two yeah. and two together, A, B, C, right? Yeah. It's the jab, which might cause this arthritis. The arthritis can cause aneurysms. Right. Or the uh, the aortic complications that, ca- that cause the, might cause the aneurysm. Right. So, you know, and I'll post the whole link. And he goes through that. He makes this whole case. Yes. Right. And, you know, basically she's not willing to uh, entertain the idea, okay, about about people, uh, you know, about the vaccine possibly being the cause. And they don't even want it questioned, right? And now here, like, here's some criticism that Alex got from another Twitter user. It's awful to talk about this because what you're saying is complete bullshit and your implication that Dr. Gounder's advocacy for vaccines contributed to her husband's death is beyond contempt. You're an awful person. (laughs) Well, but that's not why he's doing it. He's doing it because he wants to get to the truth. He's just trying to talk about it. When He's you not see, trying to be mean. When you see all these people dying suddenly, it's two qu- journalists two journalists dying during this World Cup. Yeah, like why wouldn't you question it? You know, isn't that enough to to make you go, wow, is something going on here? That's all. I'd want to know. I mean, if you know, some someone in my family died, I want to know why. And, you know, of course, mm-hmm. I, we haven't forced anyone in our family to get jabbed, so I wouldn't have that guilt of having forced them to get jabbed and then having them die. So, you know, I think that's a lot of the reason why People his wife not talk about it. will never entertain that idea. Well, kind of like that. She has to face, if she does, she has to face the fact that she may have contributed to his death by pushing well, yeah, the jabs. That, like saying she supported it. She's in, yeah. Well, she was, you know, She'd on Biden's team and, yeah. and pushing it hard. Well, kind of like that 17 year old daughter in Ohio, the, yeah, the, the Kasten, congressman. Crumbs from Caston's daughter. Just like, oh, these things just happen. No, they don't just happen to yeah, your 17-year-old exactly. daughter. Just don't you should wake be, up. You should be questioning I it. I know. Like, I'd be totally trying to get to the bottom of it. So I think that's what's preventing a lot of people from wanting to really find the, the truth is that then they have to face the fact that they may have contributed. Yeah, they'll live with guilt. Right. Because can you imagine? But don't if, you just live with guilt when you don't even talk about it then? Like worse guilt? I don't know. I mean, it's... Like that's you know, just sad to me. The human brain is, has amazing defense mechanism and the ability to rationalize and push things aside. Because you have to... Otherwise, you pretty much just have to jump off a cliff. Right? Ugh. If you thought you contributed to your kid's death, you pretty much... How do you go on, right? Right. So I think that people cannot handle right. the confronting that reality so I agree. It, the uh, other option is to well it was an it as an aneurysm and it developed over time and there's nothing we could have done or if sean caston you know the, the congressman mm-hmm. he says well it was just her time you know it happens once in a while kids just have heart attacks at 17 even though they're totally healthy he just has to say you have to rationalize it yes that's the only way you can accept that all right you guys are going to wrap it up there Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LetParentsND. Go on Instagram at guard underscore don't underscore groom. 
Send emails to ledparentsdecidethat at gmail.com. Watch on Rumble only because we got kicked off of YouTube because Again? of all this misinformation. <laughs> Our channel is completely deleted. You and Cassie are so bad about We're that. We're so naughty that we got kicked <laughs> off of YouTube. Channel completely deleted. So the only place you can watch is on Rumble. Um, please listen anywhere audio podcasts are found. Subscribe, rate, review, and share. It helps get the message out. Support the show at letparents.com. And stay strong, keep fighting, and... Do not comply. Do not comply, please. We'll see you next time.